0: Savit to xl from Instant Celebrity, then Geetra, but it's Forster. Savit 2XL takes the Goodwood by two lengths to Instant Celebrity and Geetra third. Welcome to Bed Doctor, a behind-the-curtain look at how pro
1: punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I've got DK, the punter's punter. Yes, yeah, Scoot. Here we are. Lights are we on. You're, hey. not, you're not a scratching? No, not a scratching. Scratchings <laughs> drive me insane like scratchings. <laughs> what about that? We'll talk about that in a minute. Nico, yeah.
0: Nico Noonan's joined us off the back
1: of Ballarat.
2: Yeah, good day yesterday out at uh, Ballarat. Managed to find a, a few winners there, so uh, hopefully
0: we can keep that going into Saturday. Mm, it was a big big win, uh, Chief Altoni, wasn't it? And uh disappointing one for mine was uh, Tadashi Hamada. I yeah. tell you what, that, that horse has got life from me.
2: Yeah, I thought he was one of the parades of the day, so to see him sort of run as poorly as he did, maybe there was an issue there, but he definitely looked better than what he did at Warrnambool. Ooh. Chief Altoni, though, that was a... That was a huge win, and then uh, just on the way home, going to KFC at uh, Boleyn there I saw Alex <laughs> Ray just sort of tuck into the KFC. Yeah, so uh, the winners' feed there, the Went KFC. That's it, the on winners' feed, the, the
1: KFC. It's <laughs> universal, isn't it? He's, oh. he's, he does a not a bad job, Alex Ray. What about the first? He had the first look in the uh, crew class. Uh,
2: gee, gee, some really average, average maidens to start oh, the program, man. wasn't it? And then it got scratched at the barriers. Right. So um, it
1: was a complete. Well, I thought it was a moral, and even you know how when they when they play up in the gates. And then at those odds, normally you say, oh, I can scratch a thing. Scratch it. Yeah, I was like, let it run. Because it still would have won. Yeah. Wouldn't have mattered. Something, none from 18 won the race. Some hack. You know, so, um, and that's on top. of The late scratching the other day at Chuka, the thing with the swollen face. Yeah. Well, mate, you want to see the punting form figures for that race. Mm-hmm. There's legless yes. and there's worse than legless mm. <laughs> And they're worse than legless It was. It would have won as well. Anyway.
0: I'll tell you what, um, Saturday, it was like Black Saturday. Gee, there were some results for the bookies. And I t- lucky, uh, I think Eduardo was the, the pin-up horse, one of the only heavily back favourites that got the job done. But Nash, oh, I couldn't believe that Nash didn't steer him off the fence. Really? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, look, it was a, he was one of the heavily back favourites. Flemington was a bit of a bloodbath. Um tough. There's some other races. There's a $131 shot that went up in Queensland that as well. That, that, so
1: that, was that was the horse that um, Holbert swore his head off and got Criminal charged. Criminal Defence. Criminal Defence, yeah. wanted to kill a million or something, didn't mm. he? <laughs>
0: some and it was a quiet ride, uh, Senior Tober. It was, was just an absolute pipe was opener for the
2: derby as well. Mm. Yeah, he does look awesome getting out to what 2400. Uh, he looks like he's going to be really suited. It's a really good card up there again this weekend with the Doom Cup. Of course, mm. uh, Bris Vegas show coming up later, punter. So you want to be tuning in there. So
1: all the good jocks are up there, I saw. All
0: the good jocks are yeah, really warm up there. Really, really hotting, hotting up. Yeah, it's, um, it's fascinating. In uh, Realm
1: of Flowers, emphatic winner, wasn't it? In the, uh, well, in the qualifier for that, the Melbourne Cup. That's just it, just showed you. just a complete opposite. In run mm. from what it was in the Sydney Cup, buried yep. down on the fence, couldn't build any momentum. And then it was just in perfect spot for Mark Zara to blend into a staying race at Flemington and pissed him. So mm. it just shows you, it's just you know, you don't, on stays, you do want to be starting to build your momentum at the 600, whenever it was, not being held up on the bloody fence.
2: And he was just like, like we sort of said going in, like Mark Zara riding in that meeting, he was the rider. Like, yeah. I think he ended up mm. riding three winners from memory. Yeah. Uh, that ride in Rubble Flowers was A class. Look, I'm, I'm a bit question mark on what she beat. Like Persan doesn't look like he's 100 percent there. His last right. two runs, and then Miami Bound paraded really bad. I'll ha- I was happy to lay her from yeah, the yard the way she paraded. Well, so that makes sense then. And then you've, she's beat Grand Promenade. So I don't, I don't know if she's a cups
1: contender no. off that, but she's in the
2: race and she's going to be in there with a lightweight. I yeah, think yeah. she's like twenty one dollars at the got, moment.
1: Got beat in a Sandown Cup or something. He couldn't take twenty one dollars in no, the really.
2: cup. She's a dead set seventies chance.
0: I would have thought, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, too good on the day. It's amazing, uh, last year's bulldozer, back in May, she's gone from a benchmark 58 to all of a sudden, uh, here she is knocking on the door of the Melbourne Cup, but uh, Nelly got beat that day at the even money quote, so yeah, that's amazing. was watching
1: her out the back when we had her in and everything, trying to get going at the bulldozer, yeah. but she, that, was a, that was a, she had to have a run to get into the, she won the Group 3 fillies mm. race over there the next start, she had to, it was sort of like a fill-in run.
0: But uh, it was good tipping at Scone early. You and uh, Walt just saw the, the first couple of winners at
1: Scone. And you just went Scone, bang, bang. Really versatile. Char ready. That was lucky because I only, I only saw my Flying Finch in because I was prepping for the show here mm. and said, oh, have a look, what's going on at Scone? Bang, Flying bang. Finch, what's it doing there? Like, I think I've gone from Benalla to Scone. So I don't know if it's one of those Bob Spread or something like that were the reason why I was there. But, you know, I ate one and the thing Joe Walter, he was a good watch, the thing Joe Walter liked, so... Got the pun of some money there, whoever was following the Twitter. Have we, we, was-
2: we heard from Walter since the uh, since the cup? He's I last. Last he heard yesterday, from him, didn't he? Five last days. Heard later from something. him, he was taking
1: a uh, a long walk off a short pier. Okay. So I don't know. No, if he he's was sort a- of Did taking I, that sort of action. Scooty was on it too. I think I watched only watched the replay, but it was one of, It was a sick, sick, sick watch. Beat. Sick beat, yeah. No, I it just after the first two winners, it's
0: going. I thought, oh, how is, Here is we go. the pun? And then once order again got. Didn't get that clear run in the Scone Cup my weekend and the whole week. It just went to absolute shit. But I took $24 the night before we recorded Bet Doctor. And then when Walt came on the show and liked it, I, I probably should have loaded the place and gone again. And then I saw it not long after on the Friday and it was into $8. But that's as sick as it gets. Like What a find, Walt, off the trial on, uh, on that synthetic surface. And then to have absolutely no luck and not a clear run of them. It just... They're game changers, they can just set up your whole year on the punt, can't Come on, they? What? It's just so
1: cruel. And you only get one. You know, like and one like that might turn up again oh, for three months, you know? Jesus. And then you've got to make it count, get them to win for you. And one might only win every six months, but like I said, it can, can set you right up. You, you need know. to you need to be a sucker for pain to love the punt and yeah. to just keep betting. Like you just need to bounce back. And that's that's you They get better with that over time. But yeah. yeah, it is the bounce back factor, which I was, you know, the bull. The ball Wednesday to Thursday was everyone saw it on show with me, you know. It was headless <laughs> Wednesday night and bounced back and home you go Thursday night. Happy day, so yeah. But you gotta, yeah, but that's made, made I've been doing it for seven years, you know, mm. and you got to get out of bed and do get up and do it the next day.
0: It's going to be uh, a cracking episode uh, this uh, this well today. Sorry, uh, we got Murray Bridge best bets with uh, Shane Adair, Lord Shane Adair, Lord Vadavostok, He uh, that was a good he, find, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great find, uh, absolute uh, pearl there. Eight dollars. I think, if you shop smartly there. Nico Noonan's going to do races 4 and 9 at Flemington. He's going to go... yeah, he's going to dig an old wound. for going Sp- speaking of reliving some pain. <laughs> we'll be
2: reliving some there after he's uh, sick feet in the Warble Cup, but we might uh, touch on that a bit later.
0: And then we're, uh, we're going to have a look at Rose Hill 2, the Lord Mayor's Cup, and Walt's going to preview another one. That's John Walter from Racing, which hopefully he's recovered from order again last week. But uh, this show is brought to you by puntingform.com.au. They've got 200-meter sectional times, and their benchmarks are the best in the business. They do Australia, Hong Kong, and Singapore. All us guys in the studio absolutely love punningform. Couldn't live without it. Um, so make sure you give punning form a try for about 11 bucks uh, a week. You can uh, take the first step to going pro. But uh, up next, we're going to talk Adelaide first Murray Bridge with uh, Shane Beat the Bagman at Air. Welcome back to Bet Doctor. I'm your host, Scoot. I've got DK, the punter's punter, and Nico Nerd. And now it's talk, time to talk Adelaide. Murray Bridge is uh, the feature meeting over there on Saturday. And I'll tell you what, money bags, money bags, not beat the bags. It's money bags. Shane Adair joining us. Uh, big, big uh, MVP last week. Lord Vostok just come from one of the scurbiest-looking races ever and then just pops up for a stakes win. Uh, hat tip here, mate. Uh, too good for me.
3: Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me back on. Certainly, was a nice weekend for uh, myself and followers. Lord Vladivostok doing the right thing. Courtesy of a lovely ride from Todd Panel. I hope uh, our pockets are full. We can roll onto the bridge this weekend.
0: He's a yeah. Uh, he's an ATM machine, isn't he, Todd Panel? He's absolutely airborne yeah, he's over there. He was a great steer on Cherry Tortoni. I think we spoke about it last yeah. week. And you just want to be on whatever
1: he's on. Yeah, and Lord and yeah, exactly. And again, Lord Vladivostok. I mean. That's just a, another example of professional or, or guys who do the form int- intimately knowing the animal. Mm. Now, Shane knows that animal very well. He tipped it here a couple of months ago as well Yeah, in its right race. And he's saying, well, it's in its right race. Again, I know this horse. Everything's going to pan out well. And stuck with him and got rewarded with, what was it, seven or eight bucks, Shane? So Nine dollars. Nine dollars, was it? Yeah, so good on you. I'll tell you Thank what, you, uh,
0: John, John Kelton, he might be on the bench for uh, a good few <laughs>
1: weeks. <laughs> he, uh, he'll be no, yeah, no, that's ne- never happened. I'm
3: always uh, second tier to the eagle.
1: <laughs> after his victory bander performance, he, he has been relegated. And it's, I see you got beat again <laughs> there, Bagwin. Yeah, Gawler, it's gone it, over again it, that awesome <laughs> weekend.
3: He, it did, it twice. did. I tried to, to stir you up on social media there <laughs> and it still got rolled again. I thought yeah. I'd do the reverse mock this time, but uh, no, still got rolled.
1: Couldn't no, help Back into the paddock for that,
0: I was pleased. Oh, fantastic stuff. Uh, Murray Bridge this Saturday. So let's have a look at race five. Elders, what a company they are. Elders Livestock Wool Handicap, 1200 meter race here. Odds on the screen, courtesy of topsport.com.au. And we've got He's a Bolter, not He's a Battler, He's a Bolter, 350 into 340. Bullet Kid, 550. Lope de Wolf, $8. Our Deep Agenda and Ranger Frank, $10. The replay that you've asked for here, Shane, is He's a Bolter. And let's have a look at this last 400 here. The
1: yeah, this,
3: yeah, the uh, Gallegoas runner up front there. Yeah, he's a bolter there, isn't those sort of uh, dark green colours next to the grey. Look, it was only average this day, I thought, but uh, I think the uh, main points to take out of this was he was ridden a lot closer to the speed this day. And this is a benchmark 82 this event. He goes back to a benchmark 60 today and the drop back from 1400 of this event to the 1200 meters of today. He's got our man in the saddle, Todd Panel, as you said, at the ATM machine. With the wide draw, he'll get a cold run. Todd Pannell is arguably the best rider on the state on swoopers. There's been a little bit of early support. This will be getting home. He's a bolter. Race mm, five,
0: Clark, and uh, can drop him back. And I tell you him. what, he's just a money trainer. He can do well. anything.
1: Just, just on that, um, just this Murray Bridge track, Shane. It's uh, obviously it's a standalone there. Any intricacies? Obviously, you're saying you can run on there. It's a track you can run on.
3: Yeah, it's definitely a horse's first. Oh, I guess swoop the the biggest problem at Murray Bridge is the wind. I think it's getting cover during the run. At that venue, uh, it gives every horse a chance. It's arguably the best track in the state, if not Australia, surface-wise. Ooh. So um, it's just getting a little bit of cover. It's very open there, so if you can get a little bit of cover in the run, it's usually a little bit breezy, and then uh, the horses can let down. Well, and you're right on the finish.
0: Wow, well, a little bit of a trumpet that I heard there. Best surface in Australia, <laughs> bag. Wow, uh, that is a big call. But probably- well, they did
1: renovate it recently, didn't yeah. they? Did a big Reno there look, or something? Uh, it or, does uh, look
0: fantastic. Yeah, it does. It reminds me of Pakenham. Yeah, no, it's yeah it's Fantastic,
1: it is. Yeah, and with the wind, uh, the wind packing them with the wind down there. Well, it
2: just looks like there's nothing around Murray Bridge. It just looks like a racetrack, and Pakenham's the same. Yeah. There's, there's nothing around it, no trees or anything like that for protection. So yeah, if the wind gets up, uh, definitely plays a a big sort of uh, part in how those races are run for sure. Mm. Mm.
0: Fast forward ten or twenty years and uh, see how good it is down there. I'm sure uh, Pakenham will come a long, long way. Who's the dangers here? To his uh, bolter, Shane.
3: Uh, bad luck, I think, this, uh The benchmark 60 rating of this event has played right into He's uh, a bolter. The runs, the last three runs have all been either at benchmark 82, the previous two before that were benchmark 68. Those efforts on all those three events are good enough to be winning this, and I, I still think he's a pretty good bet at that 350.
0: Mm, wow, it's uh, it's a Nico Noonan launch job by the sounds of things, and that's what like. Nice and simple there, so be all over that one. Race 7 is the next one we're going to have a look at. It's the uh, Ridley's Plumbing and Earth Moving Handicap over 1600 They probably did the Renaults over at uh, Murray Bridge. We've got Odds <laughs> courtesy of top spot on the screen now. Neodium 370, cryptocurrency, DK's favourite, $5.00. Hasn't Crypto had a hard week? It's, it's a bit like my punting last Saturday. Alciato, $7. Star status, seven fifty. dollars Crown Harmonium, $9.50. And Skillful Steps, $10. We're going to have a look at the last start. Uh, replay of star status coming up the home straight. Talk us through this one, Shane.
3: Well, you're wondering where is star status at the moment? It's in the <laughs> black and white stripes last at the moment with the white cap. You'll see just get held up for a run here it has to dart back to the inside. It goes under the, to the wide, pretty much under its own steam. The interesting part of this is what you don't see is it's also missed a start by five lengths. So this effort I thought was excellent. It goes to the line well. I think second up it improves out of sight according to my ratings base. 1600 plays right into its alley. we'll get another nice run from the draw. I thought at around that 758 dollars quote represented a very good value. The other one I thought we could throw in was from the Michael Hickmont yard. Was Chiato. Two starts for his stable since arriving from New Zealand hasn't done a thing wrong. They're both around that $8 quote. I think we go. Uh, I think if we've got $10, put uh, $5 on each.
0: Mm. Any uh, further thoughts here? You boys haven't even looked at the race.
2: No, I haven't had a good look. Uh, It does look another one of those horses, those star status that uh, will be just sort of blending in down the middle by the looks of it. So if that's, uh, you know, we see here's a bowl to do that early in the day, you can probably have a bit more confidence in the track.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. I noticed, Shane, was like those two things running on. Um, I'll just point out uh, one of my things is to find the new kid, the new kid on the block, Mm -hmm. the new whiz kid up and coming. Oh, yes. I reckon reckon I've pegged him over there. This is the whiz kid, for sure. Jay Opperman, Jay Opperman, So coming up to having 500 rides, which is... um, so we've got a good sample, good under his belt, and he's, uh, he seems really impressive. Uh, anything to add there, Shane?
3: No, I think you've uh, hit the nail on the head there, DK. He's a really talented rider. He does a lot right. Uh, I know our stables are really um, confident when putting him on. He, he'll ride to instruction as well. He doesn't sort of uh, take it, uh, a ball under <laughs> his own wing here and sort of does his own thing. He rides to instruction, rides to the track, and uh, he's got a very bright future.
1: That's yeah, good. Now, the other thing, the other thing, importantly, Shane, a lot of people, when we're travelling to Adelaide, now, some people would have been booked into the Intercontinental, now, there's happened <laughs> with Sam Lyons, everyone wants to change their bookings, now, where do we stay when we go to Adelaide? Is there a good joint there? Please.
3: Eagle's house. I reckon there's you could off it the mansion. on his couch, I reckon, or something, that's oh, right, well, yeah. I'm not, a, I think the new Adelaide is pretty good, Though, I reckon you should go there if you're in Adelaide. Which one? The Adelaide Oval Hotel is a new Oval development Hotel. at the ground. It's not too far from the uh, time-odded Intercontinental where it's 1973 <laughs> every day.
0: <laughs> I think uh, I stayed at the Hilton last time I went. all right? Yeah, the Hilton was a, was a good share. And I saw Matt Richardson. I lo- Richo loves to do the Call the Adelaide Games. He goes over there and uh, he loves to uh, rich old, rich old man. have a couple of drinks when he goes over to Adelaide. But uh, start status, I uh, rub stamp, this star status. I uh, I fell into this horse first first up as well uh, at big odds there. So I spec'd it, and, yeah, that's why it fell out of the gates five lengths last. So make sure <laughs> <laughs> you follow up on this one. It's, uh, it's probably a better chance. Uh, save to XL, you weren't uh, surprised, Bagman. It's a horse that... Uh, you found as a bit of an improver, all prep, and gee, I was kicking myself that I didn't back it. It, uh, it made me sick. Tell me you had something on it, a mental health bet at least.
3: No, I, I followed you, Nick. I jumped off right at the wrong time. I thought the class may have found it out, but um, this horse is absolutely low-flying at the moment. Yeah. Um, Baron Forster Gave it a nice ride On the fence They all peeled off Barron said no The fence is okay And uh, shot through For a very uh, good win I think what they say 6k purchase um, Owners have done A really good job there
0: These are the best stories In racing aren't they It just shows that You don't have to go on, Go to the yearling sales Get con. Well Behemoth's similar Isn't he I think he was a $5,000 purchase Or something like that And he's a
2: multiple Group one winner now So yeah It just shows it You don't have be to done. buy the, the $2 million cult To uh, be up there Earn the riches Bagman What about race number two at Murray Bridge This is a race That sort of piqued my interest Looks a very deep maiden uh, Our man Tony Panel, Can he
0: get another winner here? Castle of Kings
3: When Marcus went up They uh, launched in I don't know if that was The Eagles money or not But uh, they came straight for it It's as you said A very deep maiden We've got a few first starters At a train on the track The top way there Lomax number one Has been racing well And is knocking on a door Of a victory it will be worth casting an eye though on betting of Castle of Kings the first starter to the Will yard from New Zealand I think it's going to go very close the money is usually pretty spot on with that yard
0: Fantastic insight there from Bagman. And uh, always factor the wind. Make sure you uh, check the wind report at Murray Bridge. Can get windy down there. So horses that uh, get cover and uh, maybe run on could be suited at Murray Bridge. So nice little bit of insight there. There's no hotter punner in South Australia other than Bagman. Maybe Eagle, but uh, the boys have uh, held you in good stead. So uh, he's a bolter. Is the best way to go there. Thanks for joining us, Bagman. Good luck on the weekend.
3: Excellent, guys. Have a great weekend.
0: See you, mate. Up next, we're going to talk Flemington with Nico and We're going to relive the horrors of the Warrnambool Cup. He likes heart of Poisson's. And if you're having a bet this weekend, make sure you bet with topsport.com.au. They are Australia's biggest betting bookie. We can't do the streams without them. We've got the Lone Wolves tonight, and you saw them in action over the Bulldozer. So without TopSport support, we uh, couldn't get the shows on the road. So make sure you bet with them this weekend. Up next, Flemington. Welcome back to Bet Doctor. I'm your host Scoot. This is a behind the curtain look at how pro punters operate. I got DK, the punters punter here, and Nico Noonan, and we're about to sink our teeth into Flemington racing back at headquarters. And race four has got a horse that uh, just gave us all the irrits. Luckily, we saved on Ladon V. But the horse we're talking about is Harder Poussant here he was uh, he was something beat in the Warnable Cup and it was the emotion was there to be seen in the live stream room but uh, let's have a look at the market for Flemington on Saturday and hart passants uh, takes it up here it's been 260 and a 235 Wycliffe is five dollars moonlight made 550 converging seven dollars and fanciful toff 850 without looking at the race on his last start, you would think he'd have a mortgage on this but uh, let's have a look at his warnable Cup replay Nico found him from the yard. he thought it was Parade of
1: the carnival here Buried on the fence With a white baldy face Jay Allen still on holiday From uh, from this Still not riding From his suspension here Well the Bang The key point to this race Bang. Was it was the stable mates Bang.
2: were Were probably the biggest Impacts to him Skyhorse in front of him Didn't let him out And then South Pacific He just <laughs> gave the ultimate Hip and shoulder to there At the time of mark, Didn't he Gee it was a sick watch You think if he maybe Stayed in He, he brings that margin back And I think he probably Should have won mm. Um it's just a matter of how much that takes out of him, that bumping jewel. Like, sometimes horses can be a little bit sort of flat off that. But if he's not, this is a weaker race than what he faced in the Warrnambool Cup. And this horse is only on an upward spiral. Um, and, you know, Johnny goes off, but you get Jamie Carr aboard. <laughs> you lose absolutely nothing there. He's got this grouse run from barrier number four on the map. Um, Smaller field. I was sort of surprised he was $2.35, mm-hmm. to be honest. I thought the... I thought the early shoppers in the early markets might sort of have a bit more of a look at him. I think the syndicates are definitely going to be having a look at him, especially with Jamie Carr aboard. He's just a, such a progressive horse in this race, where I think he's starting to really learn his craft and get to the sort of top of his game. We saw at least last start running the World Cup just before. Like he, he's shown the turn of foot he has. Like, he's up against Moonlight Maid Here is $5.50. She ran third to him there. And he had beat a nice blending of
1: run and everything there. She had
2: every possible chance. Mm. Wycliffe just beat Converging over there in South Australia. I know Wycliffe gets Ollie aboard here, but they seem too short at sort of $5, what, $5.50 and $7.00 when he's two thirty five, I thought he should be closer to sort of in the red. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts in the red. And I think at $2.35, I'd be happy sort of backing him at that price. And like we said, especially, you get the luxury of Jay Carr, who's well, easily the best rider at the meeting.
1: Yeah, or Jay Carr and Ollie there. But I'll just have a look. J Carr, eight rides at the meeting. The longest one in the early markets is 550. Now, there might be a bit of strategy from the, the corporates putting them up really short, shorter mm. than probably they should have been. But she's on 550, Like she's like she's got a She's going to ride a few more winners there on the weekend. And, um, geez, I tell you, yeah, that horse... Uh, you're saying that um, you hope the run didn't take anything out of it. It was a very soft run apart from that 200 the, metres the, of bumping, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just sat on the fence. It was just just jogged along. So, you know, good trainers. You're banking on them. Yeah, um,
2: they're, they're lethal at sort of 2,500 metres, aren't they? They yeah, just they tend are. to win all these staying races at Flemington. Mm. I think you're, you're right with Jamie Carr. They are factoring her in some horses, but I don't think they're factoring in no. enough on this horse. Yeah. Like, there's a few others on the day where you go... Well, that's obviously, you know, two two points below well, what it, it should, should be because yeah. she's on, but, but
1: this one, probably I think you're if right. this,
2: if that was the case here, this horse would be sort of a dollar eighty, dollar ninety, and mm. it's not. And I, I think I it should I be. I like
1: yeah. when you get that feeling in the race. Like when I did that race yesterday, the crew class race, and they put up two twenty or two forty, whatever whatever crew class, and I'm looking at gold helmet and they put up five dollars it is Why is it five dollars should be ten dollars? Kawadi, why is it four twenty? It should be eight dollars. You got it yourself, you sort of know when you're when you're popping those second and third picks of the price. That's when you want to jump into the favourite, as I have seen the mic fine. <laughs> it's short enough.
0: It's this is yeah. I I agree. Yeah, it's it's after the grand final day, so there's a little bit of a query here. But this is a horse. If it stays in the market and it doesn't get the staggers, you just want to be want to be with this. The market will tell the story. If it stays hard, I, I think it'll win.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if it if it been you know if it had a big <coughs> big gut buster grand final I and mean, everything, when you say well this is after the but it's apart from the bumping, it's had a barrier trial, you know. Mm.
0: Yeah, so uh, should still have
1: plenty left in the tank. We're uh, all
0: aboard harder Poissons and hopefully a bit of redemption. So if you uh saw that in the bulldozer, make sure you uh go again. Yeah, I like Sabato to 2XL, it's just proof. We backed that, we've we've backed that one or tipped that one up. It's come out and one and there it is on uh, in the Goodwood and, and uh, all fa-
1: and and all honors, all honors. Yeah, mm. up there, but getting half carded in front instant celebrity coming up on its ginger and just off it went. Mm.
2: Just a winner, isn't just he? Just a winner. He's, he showed up in uh, sort of Northern Territory, he's sort of winning attributes that he's got, and he just keeps doing it down here. So he's only five, that horse. Yeah, no, he's going to keep
1: going. I reckon he's got some more good races in him. Yeah, mm. Off to Queensland, by the sounds of is he? Isn't? Okay. Yeah,
0: sensational stuff. All right, well, race nine is the uh, Victorian Jockeys Association plate. Uh, the top of the market here is Zakaz, $4, Spring Choice, five 50, don't doubt Dory. Uh, eight into six fifty. Maserati Bay seven dollars. Lunaflare seven. Somerset Morn twelve dollars. And uh, the replay we're going to have a look at here is Savahit. Nico.
2: Yeah, he runs last year, so the punters might be thinking, uh, "What are you doing here, Nico?" I've I've tried to inspire a bit of John Walter here in this. <laughs> I feel like I tip too many favourites on this show, and this horse is the one I think at a price can really do something. This was his first up run at Warner. We see him out the back there, in the big price calls just bopping away there in the blinkers. I didn't think this run was actually that bad. He does – he kind of tends to do this first up. He just sits out the back and kind of bludges away. He's got a really lethal second-up record. Mm. His last two runs second up at Flemington over 1,800 metres. He's won. He won this race last year off a very similar first-up run, and I thought that run was actually quite good. You look at the sectionals, he was the fourth fastest, last 200 metres of that race on the punting form data. Everything's kind sort of weighing up that this horse – is um, going to sort of run a really big race here, second up. And I thought a sort of twenty six dollars. I think a bit of thirties was shopped earlier. I think we're going to be probably looking at that price on the day. He gets a pretty good run here on the map from barrier number eight. And this is a a race where it's it's very sort of even. Um, there's not a whole Got lot a between job. a lot of these. There's a few sort of progressive horses, but at his best, like second up last preparation, he ran second to Hang or third to Hangman and Irish Flame Cup week over eighteen hundred meters on a good track, like. If he can reproduce that sort of performance here, he, he's a great horse second up. I think he's a a horse we can back at sort of $26 and he can give us a bit of a, a bit of a sight at big odds.
0: Mm, 30, 31 into 26, and there was money for him at the bull. I think he was
1: 21 into 15. And he was I only think. building his revs over the line there, wasn't he? Yeah,
2: and yeah, I think key to that was Mark Zara was on too, so maybe they thought we'll put Mark on, see where he's at. I thought he jumped out quite well leading into that run and he paraded well, so... I think there's sort of enough here to say that the stables really clued on that this is a second-up horse. Run him in the same race that he won last year. See,
1: Mick Price know that. He's good at targeting that. And I like Yendle on a horse like that too. Momentum horse, great momentum rider Yendle.
2: So it was like the yeah you could you could probably make the case that you know if a few of these stay in their current form, Spring Choice has probably got a bit of bit of work to do from the map. He's got drawn a real wide barrier there, so I think he's going to have to go right back. Maserati Bay was a bit unlucky last start. Zach Haz is probably one of these horses that. Uh, Jamie Carr's keeping a bit shorter in the market like he's coming through a bit of an inferior form line to a few of these but um, he does get a very lovely run on this map from Barry number 5 and the blinkers go on uh, on the near side I'm pretty sure I think blinkers off and then blinkers near side on so um, horses with issues like that Jamie Carr seems to iron him out he's, he's probably a key chance but I thought at $26 Heat's equally as good as all these horses and he always peaks second up so I
1: think we can uh, have something each way there for sure Just one you haven't mentioned don't doubt Dory what do you make of it I'd sort of i a bit of luck with it I think it won on debut for me I reckon and um, it's a pretty does he probably want another one or you've um, got to put up with Carl well, God, Newton, I suppose I, don't you I
2: found him in the yard last start and he, he didn't have a whole lot of luck like out of the same race Maserati Bay was probably a better run and you think maybe him you know only first up in his preparation getting cared to don't doubt Dory was second up maybe Maserati Bay has more improvement the, the, the rider is an issue like Heffel. On Saturday a, in Heffel she's a she's a three kilo claiming apprentice look they're learning their craft but um you know she, I for mine she struggles in the provincial so let alone mm. backing her there I don't want to be backing her in town
0: yep can't really add, add much to uh, that at all but uh that's our wrap for Flemington. So a harder passants, and we're going to go wide there with well, sat. Just on just on Flemington.
1: Yeah. If, if my horse goes there, I reckon he'll run really well. Which, real sensation. Real sensation. Now he's in, he's in, in Brisbane, but mm. um, drawn well in Brisbane. He drew wide here, but I I like him drawn wide. Keeps getting held up back on the inside. Mm. Right. Well, so last n- that was just a non-event, wasn't yeah. it? So I don't mind him drawn wide. Go back, blend <laughs> into the race, just let rip down the middle. Um, but he's. With the transporter issues going to Queensland, yeah. it might be down here. Mm. So Big price, $11. That's race, race, eight, yeah. race 8. Race, race 8, number one, 11 I reckon they're vulnerable, horrifying, and Redwood Shadow after the other day. Don't know about them.
2: I thought Redwood Shadow was definitely the one to take out of those two. He's just... he's kind of keeps improving from the yard. I thought last night was probably the... His side he sort of seems like he's coming of age a bit. Like last preparation, he was just very green and immature. Now he's really strengthened up. They've got the earmuffs going on him. I think yeah. um, he'll, he'll oh. see a very relaxed horse. Well, Ruber,
1: Ruber, Ruber ran past him the other day. And I'm, Ruber's he's a bit one pace for mine. I was a bit worried when Ruber went charging past both of them the other day. I know horrifying at a wide run. So I reckon real sensation could knock him off.
4: Mm.
0: Laura Lafferty claiming three on top. She's, uh, she's found some form as well. and yeah, a she's confidence, a good hard route. worker. Yep. No, yep. she's
1: really getting opportunities and this is the time of year. With these claims come in handy. But, um, yeah, love to see that horse just blend down the middle and let rip.
2: It's a great card at Flemington on Saturday. Like, last week we had the sort of soft track to deal with and it. it threw up some odd results. We're going to be on a, a good four on Saturday. It's There's some really deep competitive races. I'm, I'm really keen to get there on Saturday.
0: You can do it on Sunday as well. You're doing the Mounting Yard on Saturday. You going to do the double up or uh, just, just Flemington Saturday? I
2: think we'll just go Flemington Saturday and uh, stay nice and fresh. We're, I think, Sound Down next Wednesday. Well, Sound um, Wednesday, yep. But, yeah, Sound down on Sunday is, of course, the... Uh, the key jumps meeting, doing the jumps races from the yard of the bull. There's just there's not a lot of edge there. No. Looking at the jumpers, so uh, that's definitely a tough task. Have Britannicus yeah,
1: Britannicus look at the bull. How do he parade? Well, oh. Britannicus is in Sunday. <laughs> he's, he's in, in Sunday, on isn't he? Sunday. isn't he? So, <laughs>
2: Sunday. Yeah, he looked well. Most of <laughs> yeah. the jumpers just do. So um, I think Flying Agent's got a bit of doubt whether he's going to run. He's probably the star sort of jumper at the moment, isn't he? So um, well, yeah, interesting to see. Was there
1: anything that stood out? Say looking at the say the Galliwood to the to the ones who are going over 55 in the annual or do they all just look f- just Fit and just nice and relaxed, and
2: yeah, well, they're all like you know, nine, ten year old geldings. they've all sort of had <laughs> 50 starts or something like that, so they all know what it's about. They're all yeah. super fit, and then, like I said, there's just not a whole lot of edge there. Mm. But well, you can
1: see the conditioning <laughs> in them that's been put into them, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And just,
2: just how fit they are yeah. like, yeah. there you can tell the trainers that get them really, really fit, like Simon Wilde's horses, Eric Musgrove's horses, always super, super fit, and yeah. it's because they get all the runs into them before that, the jumps, trials, and all the like. Um, yeah, yeah. they are they are just different. Be, I imagine it'd be probably one of the harder jobs training a jumper, and uh, yeah, the Scooties man Simon Wilde, to see what he's done with a horse like gold medals, and mm. uh, even uh-huh. Paddy Payne was ZM, just yeah. just freak horsemen.
0: Yeah, mm. yep, I totally agree. It's unbelievable the difference uh, Britannicus last season to this season. He just looks like a different horse. He's, mm. he's looks, go, looks yep. like the Hulk. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing really well. Might be a sneaky place chance, but uh, he uh, he just lacks a bit of a turn of foot Britannicus. So buyer beware. He's a really hard horse to uh, to bet with any confidence. Though. I definitely uh, don't encourage big bets on my horse, Britannicus, but uh, Nico Noon will be out there on Saturday doing the mounting yard, so make sure you head to Little Birdie shop if you want his uh, three to five minute out previews, he uses Punning Form, it's uh, it's really easy to keep your notes, it lives in the cloud, you can't delete any of your work, if your computer has a malfunction, punningform.com.au stores all your notes, so you can uh, keep your database uh, nice and secure with them, so make sure you give Punning Form a try up next we're going to uh, talk Johnny Walter and uh, Rose Hill, hopefully he's out of the cupboard by right now welcome back to bet doctor behind the curtain look at how pro punters operate i'm your host scoot i've got the punters punter dk with me nico noonan he's up and about and i tell you what we've got john walter from racingwatch.com and he's probably just got out of the cupboard after last week order again walt oh my god that's nightmare stuff isn't it
4: well, why
1: would you bring that up? I was going to say I didn't. You're waiting for me to bring it up. I was going to. I'm not going to dig in the ribs after what happened there. He just came out of the I cup. had some clown
4: into me. Oh, wouldn't have won anyway. Wouldn't have won anyway. Oh, you want to watch the replay again? <laughs> yeah, do you want my tickets? Jesus Christ! Anyway, we battle on.
0: Seeing them very well, uh, Walt. But uh, it's back at Rose Hill. It uh, feels like an attorney since we've been back there. But uh, race seven, you wanted to cover. The Lord Mayor, Peter Volandi's Cup. He wanted to cover it. He oh. wouldn't need it. Tw- Did you really want to cover it? No. No, he goes,
4: we got to do this from race and then one other. And then I thought, oh, at least I get to pick the one other. Then I went through the whole meeting and there wasn't one other. But So we're doing race seven and race eight. In the
1: mile and a half listed race, beauty. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. More pain. Mean. Uh okay. market odds, courtesy at sort.com.u. Parry Sound 350 into 330. Poly Grey, 650. Grey line seven dollars. Looked like Elvis 950. Was good in the scone cup. And WooGock $10. No replays here. You got the absolute Jimmy Britz Walt, but uh is there any angles in this one?
4: Well look like Elvis wouldn't run a 2000 two thousand down a friggin' well with uh DK strapped to his back. So we're uh we're going a bit. I think I think Polly Gray seems overlooked a bit. I don't understand why it's uh, seven dollars or whatever it is. Still, I think it'll get a similar run. It was a great ride last start from T Berry. I hate saying that, but uh, it was true. And he he rode it ideally. Should push forward into a nice spot. And I thought it should be favourite. Uh, this the parry sounds going well, but it's another one of these horses that's sort of thrown into a. Uh, a level above where it probably should be class-wise. It gets in here on the limit. but It looks attractive, but he probably should be getting, I think it's another three and a half kilos off this field. He's definitely flying, but we're talking benchmark 78 straight up to, to what do they call in this a listed race. Um, it's, it's I'd be betting around it as good as it looks like it's going. Uh, trying to find value in the race, which is always my... Short yeah, at no. the title. I, I thought the, um, yeah, I thought that Knight's Order sat outside the leader in a fast run, Wagga Cup. It's a horse that comes to hand quickly. And even though it was beaten a fair way there, it could sit outside the speed again and, and run much better this time around. It's $18. And high opinion comes out of the Parry Sound race. And I thought its run was uh, everywhere near his, but as good as it. it. It sort of rushed home late. He's a pretty hard horse to cash, catch as he gets on. But I, if you forgive his last prep, his three runs back here have been. Really good, Jason Collett's the perfect rider to get these sort of horses home. You'd probably drop him out, ride the fence. If he gets <laughs> luck at twenty-three dollars, uh, he he's far better value for me than than uh, than the favourite. So I thought uh, Knight's Order and High Opinion with the the Ruffies and Polly Graves should have been favourite in the race, but probably a five or six dollar favourite. Don't get me wrong, there's no moral here.
0: There's hmm. there's a, a rider down in Victoria that loves the fence as well, D Oliver. <laughs> Can't he find the coffin After yesterday at
2: Ballarat Sacred Palace and, uh, wasn't Sacred it? Palace Yeah I, was, I kind of dodged a bullet there By the, uh, the looks of things there, the
0: he's, an u- he's an unlucky jockey isn't he Yeah Fiery
4: Day 2014 Gave him a license To do what he wants For the rest of his life <laughs> You cannot knock D Oliver to me
0: Yeah there you go Good go Tell you what oh, uh, oh. that That is a, a woeful race Wild I'll have to do my homework A little bit better Before I just uh, ping off Assigning uh, races But yeah It's a very lacklustre Listed event for sure Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Race eight. We've got the uh, the Forex Handicap 1500 metres. It's amazing that uh, New South Wales doesn't have many good beers, isn't it? For, they've got Forex. Like, where's yeah. Tooie's New gone? Yeah, that's right. No, must be, yeah, How are we going promoted.
4: when we're promoting it? You yeah, exactly. Didn't, it used to that be the, the most it. barred beer in, in New South Wales.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, Stone Ooh. and Wood goes pretty good. Uh Anyway, the top sport prices... Uh, what price about, isn't is... that
4: Little Birdie? What about the Little Birdie Lager or
0: whatever it's called? Oh, that's it. We've got our own beer, Little Birdie Lager, in a <laughs> <and> mid-strength. <laughs> so uh, we're going to uh, do a bit of a launch. Once we get to the depths of winter, we'll figure out uh, how we're going to start to distribute the beer. We're too busy betting at the moment. We're just in this absolute uh, purple patch of betting. It wasn't a purple patch last week, but got the Lone Wolf stream tonight. Even you'll be buying shares into the dog stream. You're allowed to do that, aren't you, Well...
4: Dirty, I'm not there. Like, oh, ex-dogs, man, I love it. I used to go to Wentworth Park every Friday night. I want to be a part of this action. I want to cheer them home. I'll be here mm. in the lounge room in my undies uh, cheering them hard myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the market for race eight, the 1,500-metre event at Rose Hill, Ellsberg. Last start flop, $2.30, is the favourite for 9.50, Kerwin's Lane, $10, Arapaho, 11, Opacity, $13. This is a horse that you tipped up the favourite, here, Walt Ellsberg. What went wrong last time?
4: Well, what's what's What do you keep mentioning the wall? Everything, you know, all the bad things. You missed a negative today. I don't like it. You're normally the positivity amongst DK and I, and today you're bringing the, bringing the bad vibes. But it, it was definitely a flat run from Ellsberg last start, and I'm pretty surprised that he's come up so short considering um, it's not, uh, you know, like it's probably a deeper field than last time, to be fair. And while you expect him to bounce back and back to his home track and all that, uh, 240 seems pretty aggressive.
1: It well uh, did it go too big first up maybe?
4: I think so, and I like I, I have spoken to uh, the stable since, and they sort of said, "Well, maybe we just got a bit excited and drilled him a bit too much after that, too, just just getting a little bit excited." So they probably backed off him a bit, and maybe just just went a bit too give him too hard a to gallop the Tuesday before or something like that. And um, I, I'd, I'd expect him to be a little bit fresher and uh, do a little bit more here, but um, still, he'd want to to justify his price.
2: Mm. Isn't that an old uh, racing ramp Pearl? Joe Ryan Fresh, from mm. I remember back in the day. So, uh, yeah, maybe he was just a bit too fired up there.
3: Mm.
4: Absolutely. And then, yeah, so, like, to go again, second up's not never easy. But we I mean, had value hunting again. There's a horse in this race that I can't get a run out of my head. There's a, it, it, the horse Spirit Ridge that we ran into in the Wagga Cup. He, this horse sat behind him. I remember uh, Spirit Ridge sat one 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 day, and I remember it pulled out, and I thought it would just win by five. This thing snuck up off its back and went straight past it like it was stuck to the ground, and that was probably while the stable, um, the O'Shea stable, was not going anywhere near as well as it is now. So I think there's a horse here, Kerwin's Lane. They've got another sneaky one in their opacity as well, but I think he'll keep for another day. And uh, the big, big rider change, positive rider change, positive draw here. This horse, I know they bet $15 and it's already snuck into about 10 Kerwin's Lane, but I still think that's – well and truly value in this race, I, I, I think it'll run a big race and then head up to Brisbane.
1: The gun, yeah, the gun. No. Inform, inform the gun. It was not until last Absolutely. Friday. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> Mate. Negative. negative oh, no, I negative, took twenty four dollars, so I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to express it, try and get rid of it before this $24, weekend. Twenty four dollars. It was the third leg of my
4: five million to one all up or whatever it was. <laughs> what was it char ready into Chave into goddamn order again into me on the ground. It was uh, it was pretty tough. It was pretty tough. But uh, there's there is another horse in this race basically called Impasse that went like a rocket first up. I don't know why the riders jumped off it, but uh, we get Campbell Rawilla. He's due to pull something out of the hat, Campbell Rawilla, and the only thing that is 13 to 1500 second up offer, offer like nearly a career best first up, so maybe a little bit flat, but $23, it's silly as well. So don't let it go around a loser in pass.
2: Interesting rider, Campbell Rilla, isn't he? Like down here, he was absolutely owning him in Victoria, and he's going up to Sydney and uh – doesn't seem like he's found that sort of form. Whether he's not getting on the right horses, but uh, I assume Saturday's a, a good opportunity with a lot of the the higher class Sydney riders away at uh, Doombin and the like for um, maybe a jockey like Campbell or someone else to really step up.
1: Yeah, and it might might be the making. Who knows? I mean, it wouldn't be for lack like, of trying. You know, he's he's got he's got the ability there. He showed it down here, but he's just I don't know, he's just in the deep in the deep end up there, and who knows.
4: He he definitely looks like he's a rider that's lacking confidence as in he, every time he goes left he, he probably should have gone right at the moment. And that obviously does happen to to all of them at some point in their career and he just if he strings one or two together, yeah. Like he rode one of Gaze really well, led all the way out at Wine the other day, and everyone tells me that leading is is his like it's his, his highest uh, attribute. He can sort of punch him out when he gets him up there and he he did a good job on on gaze and probably he only needs one or two more to to get back firing, but he definitely needs a bit of a confidence boost. And you know, now's the time, like you said, when the big boys are
0: away. Have uh, Have you got a little sneaky little Shah ready for us as you dropped last week? Have you got? Is there Is there a meeting somewhere that We're you're 30, positive 30, or happy or you like? Well, I keep giving you it, the bad to, races. Have you got a little Roy, wait, Roy you what? What?
4: give you, you give me these races that take three hours to do, which <laughs> got me going and looking at the races that are actually, you know, solvable. But. Um, uh, so a good old mate with his seventeenth package for the day. Beck hates ordering <laughs> online, doesn't she? Hates buying crap. But anyway, um she's not up. She doesn't know about order again. Uh yeah, no, there's absolutely nothing. There's absolutely nothing. I'm probably heading to Mackay to cheer a couple of our own camels same Friday. That's how bad I'm going. So uh there's nothing from me at this point. If I find anything, I'll be sure to pass it on to the captain.
0: Outstanding. Um I'm gonna we'll make one. tonight
4: too, by the way.
0: I'm going to uh, make Walt sit around for the uh, the top sport big bets just because he p- poked his head up on Twitter. I'm just going to uh, drag him through a couple of more minutes of pain here. Uh, we'll get the uh, best or well, the big bets uh, up on the screen now. Uh, top sports early, early movers here. We've got Flemington Race Three is Mangani five hundred at eleven dollars. Any thoughts there, Nico? Weird. Weird sort of uh,
2: set up. He's in at Geelong as well, and he's been smashed. Me and DK were just talking about this horse off air before, so I don't know what to make of him.
1: <laughs> well, I, so I've done the form for Geelong and saw it in. D Oliver, first starter. I mean, go look at the jump outs, they're inconclusive for a force kicking off at 1,400. Then I say, well, I'll see. It's in Saturday, so I'll get a guide what to expect Friday to see what the market does on Saturday. Straight away, 26 into 8 before you can blink your eye. So um, very, very interesting run of that horse.
0: Race 5, number 11, well sprung, 100 each way at uh, hundreds there. Bit of a spec. Race 8, number 17, trip, 251. Maddie trips horse. Uh, Murray Bridge, race 6, number 11, winning weather, $1,600 um, dollars there. And Murray Bridge, uh, race 8, number 11, too good, too hard. A uh, horse we've seen a fair few times there, 500 at $9. And uh, Walt. This is uh, this could be your money actually uh, in the golf the US PGA Championship someone's had 20,000 on John Rahm at $15 in the outright and then 80,000 on John Rahm at 375 to run top 5 I know it's I know it's the golf we've done a golf podcast yesterday but that's 100k is a massive outlay and looks like you've got the Rambo uh, headband on there Walt you've just uh, you've gone into costume hey. there
4: you got people out there in this life like Luke Dooner who like taking a dollar twenty every day. You've got stickos <laughs> everywhere, but this is the hardest golf course in the world, uh, which means you throw in a bit of weather, it becomes impossible. And someone wants to throw a hundred thousand. I don't care if he collects. Good luck to him. But um, mate, there's people who love pain, and there's people who've got too much money and love pain. And this is, this bloke must be in 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 uh, number two because. It doesn't matter how well you play this week. The weather and bounces and like, he I heard. I heard him saying he's the, the, the shortest iron he did a couple of par fours and practice rounds with four irons and stuff. And old mate was pulling wood covers off all day that was playing with him.
0: Oh, it's amazing, too much pain isn't for it? even me. Yeah, they said. Uh, they said. I think yesterday there was someone quoted. Uh, what would a five handicapper shoot around this course at the PGA Championship out at Kiwirail Island? They said they wouldn't break a hundred in the current conditions.
1: Deepest,
4: well, I think normally, like old mate said, the slope or whatever, which I don't really understand it. it's like 79. I'm assuming it's past 72. So they're saying the actual par of this course is 79 for a normal Willy Wombat. And that's in when it's, you know, Monday to Friday, you and I going around having a whack, not when it's set up for a USBGA GA.
0: It, uh, it's fascinating stuff, but uh, what a bet from Top Sport. Look, they've just found the, the biggest tournament, the deepest market, and just laid the shoulders back and taken the bet on one of the favourites. That's why we love Top Sport. Absolutely sensational. They found to-
4: Luke Duna with Glyn Gofield's credit card. That's what they found. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun of <laughs> this game must be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic stuff. Good luck on the weekend, Walt. Hopefully not too many sick beats go your way, and uh, I'd love to see your I costume box. It just you got the headband on on, on store there. You, you would have one of the best repertoires of outfits out of anyone in the racing game. Thanks, mate. Cheers. It's uh it's that's enough for us. Uh, we're going to prep ourselves for the of Vegas show and the uh, the Lone Wolf stream tonight. Make sure you check out the Lone Wolves. I tell you what, don't worry about uh, the PGA markets. They're deep. They're very deep and difficult markets. But watch these dog punters tear up and make the market move in this Lone Wolf stream tonight. It'll be a sight to behold. Four and a half hours. Uh, there's no decent uh, AFL or NRL on tonight. I think there's the, the North Queensland Cowboys game, which is pretty average. So make sure you uh, jump on the YouTube stream from uh, 5.45 and watch the Lone Wolves 2. And you'll probably
2: learn something as well. It's right? unbelievable. I absolutely nothing about dogs. And watching it last time, I learned yeah. a lot. Just um, listening to the boys talk. Like, um, you know, when you talk about racing 24-7 like us, you, you tend to know everything, you know, Barrier 1, all those kind of things. And you, you you hear them talk about it. It's like a whole completely different sport, isn't it? So... Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely if you're looking to sort of bet more on the dogs or something like that,
0: definitely listen True. to Troy and Patty because they, they know their stuff for sure. Mm, mm. It was a fair effort, 133000 last time to five hundred and five k. I I had to uh, bleach the melon, and this time uh, we're raising money for Beyond Blue, so I've said that uh, I'll dye my hair blue if they can get to a million dollars. <laughs> so fingers oh, fingers crossed they do it. Um, the missus copped it pretty well last time. But um, it's been a fantastic show. I think Beat the Badminton's uh, com- com- confidence is, uh yeah, uh, I think... He's a, I, he's a bolter. looks like an absolute bet. Harder passants, they look uh, the bankers for uh, for this week's show. And hopefully uh, DK, we can uh, stop getting some
1: scratchings and DK at wide can uh, fire mm. up over the weekend. Yeah, I think we've got said though, so uh, that's one of my little joints. We'll hopefully find a couple there for the punters. Outstanding
0: stuff. All right. uh, Make sure you uh, follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. We're everywhere. Make sure you uh, get on board Nico Noonan's Mounting Yard Mail, and uh, we'll catch you next week.